0: Safe Choice Horse Feeds from Neutrina are the leading products in controlled starch. They also include amino acids for better top line support, gastric support for performance horses, and low starch and sugar levels for horses with metabolic concerns. Combined with a taste your horse will love in both pelleted and textured options, you're sure to find a Safe Choice product that's right for your horse. More nutrition, more healthy benefits, and more performance results. Safe Choice Horse Feeds, only from Neutrina. Visit neutrinoworld.com for more info. I am. I am. I am. I am a young. I am a young. I'm a young. I am. And I am a young. Black. A young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your host, Aubriana Johnson. Today, I wanted to talk about some things um, that can help you as a horse owner going into the wintertime. I know that we have a lot of people who maybe, maybe you don't get all four seasons like we do here in North Carolina, or maybe you're on the other side of the world and it's about to be summer for you. If so, I apologize. This episode, you know, might not be for you, but for those of you that are getting ready to go into winter, you know, it's fall time right now. It feels amazing outside, but we know that we are needing to use this time to prep for the winter and to make sure that we've got everything that we need before we get any sort of Inclement weather, uh, because we know that uh, climate change and you know all the things that the world likes to throw at us. And I mean, it is twenty twenty one. You know what what's left? What is left? <laughs> what is left to happen to us, y'all? I don't know, but we're gonna be prepared. So this, uh, this list, I believe we did an episode way back in 2018 on this same kind of subject, but this list is primarily for preparation to, you know, get you and your horses ready for inclement weather, you know, winter time going into, you know, 2022. Now, um, when I'm going to share this list on our Instagram and Facebook pages as well, if you don't catch everything. So don't feel the need to write everything down. But I noticed over the last, you know, two years that we've been doing this podcast, so many of our YBE fam are getting horses for the first time. They are, you know, purchasing horses that they've leased previously, they are moving with their horses, picking up new you know, job opportunities, all types of things. And so I just wanted to give a brief rundown of our list of 10 things for horse owners to check for and to make sure they do before uh, before we get into the cold, nasty weather that all horse people loathe. So the, let's go ahead and get into this list. The very first thing is cleaning any type of refrigerator that you have for horse stuff. I know if you have a barn, a lot of times barns will have fridges or mini fridges where they house medications, drinks for, you know, the people that come into the barn, boarders or staff, uh, food, anything like that. We know how nasty barns can get. And I think a lot of things have changed as far as cleanliness when we talk about the pandemic, but, you know, sometimes the the refrigerator gets forgotten. So the very first thing you can do to prep for wintertime is to clean your barn fridge or clean your outside fridge. That will help, you know, reduce any just stickiness, any dust, take out any old, carrots or treats, or even check your medicine. Check the medicine that you have in the fridge and check for expiration dates. Check for anything that you need to throw away, anything that may have spilled, anything that is open that should not have been sitting there open. Go ahead, get that stuff cleaned and thrown away. And then if you need to purchase anything else, like say if you had to throw away medications, you know, like, okay, this is the medicine that I need to purchase for my horse, my donkey my mule, whatever, uh, with my veterinarian before we get into the winter time and it's harder to get them out. The second thing that you can do to prepare for winter time is to check your, your blankets and your summer sheets, any type of sheets that you have been using throughout the year. Uh, The last thing that you want is to need need a blanket or need a sheet or decide that you want to start sheeting and you pull them out and they either have been chewed through, because we all know when we keep stuff out in the bars, sometimes mice get in it. They've either been chewed through, um, molded or mildewed, are not clean were are put away dirty or uh you know have holes in them that we forgot that were there from the previous season so go ahead and pull out those winter blankets pull out those summer sheets and there's always a big debate on whether or not to blanket or whether or not to sheet there is no right answer It is all about preference. It's about the horse. It is about what kind of work they are being put under. It is about what you can buy, you know? Don't ever feel pressured to do something simply because somebody else is doing it. But also if you know that it's something that your horse needs, then by all means, do the thing. Sheet the horse, blanket the horse. It is fine, it is fine. Make sure you're, you know, checking all the buckles for any tears, uh, any, you know, buckles that are stuck or rusted or anything like that. Just make sure that you are checking for those um, those things when you're pulling out your blanket so that you will be fully prepared. If you need to purchase something, you can already do it. You know that, you know, going into the holidays, shipping is insane and usually, you know, triples uh, mm-hmm. the duration between actually being shipped and being delivered so some of those things that you're going to need you know quickly go ahead and, and know that you need to order those things now or go ahead and order them now the third thing that you can do to prepare for winter time is to check your weatherization equipment or check the weatherization of your equipment abriana what does that mean well I'm gonna tell you. Okay, the weatherization means like when you have spigots, spigots outside and any like equipment, any pipes or anything like that, you know, making sure that they're well insulated so that they don't freeze because the last thing that people wanna come into is either into their barn or, you know, go out to the pasture and you try to water the horse and the pipes have either burst or frozen over that is definitely not something that you want to have happen or that is a super easy fix i mean it really causes a major inconvenience so whether weatherizing everything from pipes and spigots outside you can there are so many different things you can use so many different hacks so many different tricks you know, knowing what you're gonna to use to weatherize water troughs if you have water troughs outside, knowing what you're gonna to use to weatherize your um, your water hoses. and you don't even have to really weatherize water hoses. It's really just making sure that they're drained out every day. you get really you know below freezing temperatures, making sure that the water hoses are well drained so that they don't freeze overnight and making sure that everybody in the barn or wherever you board or wherever you keep your horses um is on the same page and they know, like, hey, don't do this. because we do not want frozen water hoses all right Not only that, um, you want to make sure you have some sort of protection for your equipment. If you have a barn or you are using equipment at a barn, um, tractors, ATVs, gators, things like that, making sure that the actual equipment is good to go as far as being protected from freezing temperatures. It is a major, major, major time saver and money saver to go ahead and do those kinds of things now, as opposed to when it is already freezing outside, already cold, you know, yeah, what is it? The antifreeze, you know, some people like, ah, you don't have to use antifreeze. You can just use water in the radiator until the water is still in the radiator when it is freezing outside. And use antifreeze. Go ahead, <laughs> you can tell them on the country. Okay, go ahead and make sure those things are done now, so you don't have to do them later. The next thing that you can do to prepare for winter is to secure your hay. To carry your hay. If you do not feed hay during the summertime, if your horses are out on pasture, that is all well and dandy. I'm all about the pasture life. But we all know that the grass don't want to grow. They don't want to grow in the wintertime. So making sure that you have your supplier and your storage for hay before in the before you get in the wintertime. I swear every every winter I go and you know. You're in these Facebook groups and you see, like, where can I get alfalfa? Where can I get Timothy Orchard? Where can I get da, da, da? My, my supplier fell through? The hay didn't come. The hay is frozen in Pennsylvania. Like, the hay is stuck. Da, 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 da. I didn't get my delivery on time. Raise your hand right now. Doesn't matter where you are. Raise your hand if you have seen something like that. Yeah. So make sure you know where you're gonna get your hay from. Get deliveries early if you can. I know hay storage is difficult in many places. Um, So if you can't store it on your own property, like larger amounts, whether it be round bales or square bales, make sure that you at least know where you're getting it from and, you know, have a relationship with that supplier so that they can at least, at least tell you when they're about to run out. Um, when they're headed to do their next shipment so that you can you know have that constant supply because you have a good relationship with them Uh, make sure that you know your wherever your hay is being stored that it is safe um the the veterinarian that took the first chance on me when I wanted to um To do vaccine clinics at trail rides here in North Carolina, his uh, his residence, his his barn, he had a barn dominium, Uh, his barn and his home burned down last week or earlier this week, and you know I have no idea you know the situation behind it, I have no idea the cause or anything like that. But when we're thinking about hay storage, you know, fire is one of the biggest concerns that a lot of barn owners have. So making sure that wherever your hate is kept, is safe, you know, no smoking in your barn, it's dried grass, literally a, uh, you know, can ignite at any time. So, Make sure that your hay storage is a safe place and that, again, you have people understanding you know, the importance of not smoking around the hay, not having any bonfires near the hay, all this stuff. The next thing that you can do to prepare for the winter is to check your fencing. Now, this is something that obviously should be done <laughs> before winter time. But if you're, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they get snow in South Carolina, but we get snow in North Carolina. And so a lot of times it doesn't even come in the form of snow. It is ice. We get like ice storms. And so it's important for us to make sure, you know, if we have any overhanging limbs or, um you know, any vines, any sort of vegetation that's like over the fencing, that we make sure that we don't, or, or we make sure that we cut that stuff back because when it comes to like ice storms and snow and, you know, it sticks onto those tree limbs and it just hangs them down and that can really affect your fencing, your fence lines you know, things falling onto the, the fence, whether it be wood or some sort of electric wire. It really doesn't even matter. Um, making sure that you are cutting that stuff back just in preparation of some sort of, of cold weather happening. Um, I'm definitely going to have to do that <laughs> at my house where my horses are because we have an area where I put up temporary fencing um in the hopes that we would get some more t-posts to to make it permanent later on but later on has happened and we still haven't done it so I know that that's going to be something that I have to do because it's at the very back of the pasture you really can't see it unless the horses have gotten out or unless you, you already go down there and you see what's going on. So check the fence saying it's getting darker earlier now. So, you know, our, our daylight time, um, especially when, if you're not in a, if your pasture's not in a place where it's well lit all the time, our daylight time is getting a lot shorter. So, you know, making sure you're able to get out there and, See what's going on, see the current state before it gets too dark. That is very, very important. All right, that was number five. Number six securing feed bags and containers. I've been in so many different, you know, barn environments. It's, you know, feed being in everything from trash bags to barrels. And I mean, not trash bags, trash cans, to barrels, to um, you know, big bins, to um, like a like an automatic feeder thing. Like, uh, there's just so many freaking options. But what happens when it gets cold? Who comes inside? All the critters, right? all the critters come inside and so we know that there are going to be more mice in barns and in feeding environments when it gets cold outside so go ahead and make sure that your feeding situations are secure because you don't want any mice coming inside and chewing up all your stuff and getting into your trash cans and you know destroying your food cuz it's gross it's really gross i'm not telling everybody to get a barn cat but i'm sure there are cats out there that love mice and would love a home with you in your barn so go save a life so you don't have mice <laughs> That is my PSA to you. And we are going to get into the last four after a word from our sponsors. There's a reason many professional riders are such big fans of Neutrina's Pro Force feeds. Winners align themselves with winners. And they know choosing high quality nutrition is one of the biggest ways to give their horses a leg up in the arena. ProForce is the only feed on the market with rebound technology that helps your horse recover faster so you can keep winning. All ProForce products also include marine source calcite to support gastric health and help maintain a normal stomach pH. Visit NeutrinaWorld.com for more information. Fuel the win with ProForce. All right. Let's get back to it. Number seven. All right. Let's, let's just run down the list real quick. So we talked about cleaning a barn fridge, checking your winter blankets and summer sheets. Um, on that note, go ahead and get your summer sheets, your fly sheets, all that stuff clean, put away. The flies are going away. Get that stuff clean before uh, it costs a lot of money to get them done. (laughs) <laughs> number three was check weatherization equipment for your your hoses your speakets your water troughs as well as your equipment uh, securing your hay stores uh, your storage and your supplier Check your fencing secure feed bags and containers that was number six let's get into number seven deworming what Have you learned about deworming? I really want to know because there are a lot of conversations about what is right and what is necessary and what we can do to fight. um, I am blanking on the word. I think it's anti-helmetic resistance. Anyways, when the point is when we overuse dewormer, the worms start to grow resistant to the medicine. So it is recommended now to be a lot more intentional when you're deworming your horses and not necessarily just doing it by rotation. Like, oh, we use, um, you know, one dewormer in the spring and one in the summer and one in the fall like now at this point the the recommendation is to check stool samples make sure your horse even has worms are there worms to deworm against you know if you start seeing like bot fly eggs on their legs and things like that then you know specifically what kind of dewormer that you need but The current recommendation for veterinarians is to do like a fecal egg count. See what um, dewormer is going to be needed and only use that. That can save you money in the long run. You're not deworming a whole bunch of horses that don't need it. You're not deworming with the wrong dewormer. You're not spending money on this expensive dewormer that people have convinced themselves cures COVID I don't even know what that's about, but that's on the that's on the twenty twenty one COVID bingo board at this point because what y'all what wild, um. But it's it can save you money. It can save you money in the long run. It sounds like a headache, you know. A lot of people, you know, have difficulty, you know, reaching veterinarians or, um, you know trusting veterinarians, like I completely get it. Um, So do what is best for you. But current recommendation is to figure out what it is you actually need and only spend money on that if you need it. So deworming for the fall can be super important, um, especially as we get new horses in. We're about to um, get into the point they, they recommend deworming after the first frost so that whatever worms come out can be frozen and die um, instead of you know any worms coming out and reinfecting horses. So consult with your veterinarian, get the, the best information for your area, get the best information for your horse and do that. Number eight, the eighth thing that you can do to get yourself ready for the wintertime, is to restock medical supplies. I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but, you know, fall, like, there is nothing better than, like, a fall trail ride. There is nothing. There are very few things better than a trail ride in fall. You know, this is, like, prime riding time the horses aren't super hot and exhausted although for some people they prefer their horses that way because they're slower and easier to manage but this is the prime riding time for me um but that being said if we're going to be more active with our horses or you know doing more stuff with them we need to make sure that we have what we need just in case something bad happens So restocking medical supplies in your barn or um, even in your home, first aid kits for people, first aid kits for horses, that includes any medications that they will let you get, banamine, Butte, I'm not going to just list out medications that ve- veterinarians give to their clients because some people need more than others. But we know that when it gets cold, that there is a higher incidence of colic, right? Colic is the number one killer of horses today. So with the weather changes and you know, abrupt shifts in temperature, Horses are more bound to have these sorts of GI issues, to have ulcers if they are stuck inside more, um, if their turnout has changed. Any kind of change really <laughs> will affect a horse's GI system. So we are, really need to be keeping a lookout for um, colic type issues, and Banamine is definitely something that you need to have on hand for that. And, and know how to give it. Know how to give it. we we'll have, we, we can talk about that some other time, but make sure you know how to give the medications that you have for your horse. But restock your medical supplies because I know, you know, if you used anything during the summer, you probably haven't thought about restocking those those uh reserves and making sure that you have everything you need going into the winter time. Like I said before, shipping is going to be atrocious again this year. So we just want to make sure that you have everything you need ahead of time before you you go into the cold of winter. Um, the next thing number nine prepping for cold weather feed changes so a lot of horses have different diets when they go into the winter time they are either not in work as much or in some instances they're working harder you know they're working they're gone from being turned out and working in the outdoors to be installed and working in the indoors There's no telling how feed can change because of that. A lot of people are cutting hay now and they're they're getting new hay shipments. So although, you know, your hay can come from the same place, sometimes there's differences. And so preparing for cold weather feed changes again, excuse me, again, colic is one of our number one concerns. Ulcers are like a number two concern but you want to make the changes that are appropriate for the horse and you wanna make sure that you acknowledge there might be some effects because of those changes. Um, So I'm, I'm curious to know if you guys are changing your horse's diets, if you're up in grain during the winter time, if you have hard keepers, if you change grain during the winter time, I was looking, uh, I saw on Facebook, there was a barn that was, you know, advertising, they had some spaces available and, you know, the pasture option, you know, it had pasture and then it said that the horses get hay and grain during the winter time, like you could pay extra for your horse to get hay and grain during the winter time. And I just thought that was interesting um, because, you know, it's a, acknowledging like the pasture is not going to be the same during the winter you're not going to have the same amount of grass you're going to deal with weight fluctuations so you're going to have to supplement that and then choosing what the heck you're going to supplement it with um, that's just very important especially if your horse is not usually getting green because they're on pasture so you're going to have to transition them onto that and then deal with the effects of that because i know when my horse was a baby I put him on this one grain and the barn owner called. and was like, I need you to come get him because he's climbing the wall of the stall and he already jumped out of the pasture and yada, yada, yada. So I had to take him off that grain because he was wild, wild. So prep for cold weather, feed changes. The last thing, the last thing. Um, that you can do to prep for wintertime is to create an emergency plan. This emergency plan, you know, needs to be something that you have and that lives where your horse is. I know for us, like us in North Carolina, um, you know, October, November, kind of into December a little bit, we tend to have... um, like hurricanes in the later part of this year, we had there were a few, but none really touched North Carolina. Um, there have been many times where, you know, I either didn't have an emergency plan or the plan, or I did have a plan. I did have you know people around me with the plan, so my horses fell under their plan. <laughs> and sometimes it didn't end up being the best plan for my horse. Um, I have a horse that has heaves. He's twenty eight. And I remember almost losing him in a hurricane because we moved him to a, a, not abandoned, it just wasn't being used currently, a barn that was super dusty. And if you know anything about heaves, it's like COPD for horses. They have trouble breathing. Um, He could not breathe very well in that dusty barn, even though we were trying to prevent him from being outside in this category four hurricane um I ended up having to call my vet and in the middle of a hurricane you know giving IV fluid boluses you know like five liters of IV fluids and having to turn him out literally while trees were were almost horizontal the wind was so bad and then he was running around like crazy so I had to turn my other horse out and it was just like, wow, after all this and all this money, you guys ended up doing the same thing you would have been doing at home. Great. <laughs> so making sure you have a plan. If you either have hurricanes or if it's really cold, what are you going to do? If it, if you... If your water speakets freeze, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna get the horses water? Oh, I can't believe I forgot about this or I didn't mention it specifically, but make sure if you're gonna have a water trough heater, make sure them bad boys work now because when you go to buy one in, well, this is October, November, December, especially in my area, they're gonna be gone because people are realizing, oh shoot, my water trough heater from last year doesn't work. So let me buy a new one. And that's not something that a lot of, you know, tractor supplies at feed stores just keep year round because a lot of times they don't need it, right? So make sure that you have your water trough heaters and stuff, whether it needs a new cage, whether you need to get an all new one, whether, you know, the electricity. A lot of times, some horses don't like the electricity I guess, whatever, the thermal things in the water. So they decide they don't want to drink it. These are the things you need to know before you end up in some sort of frozen weather emergency. Just making sure that these things actually work. Some of the the buckets that you can plug in, you know, it's like a regular, was that like five, 10 gallon buckets? I can't remember, but their heated buckets that you plug in, so it's so easy to pull those cords out the back, and then all of a sudden the the thing doesn't work. Like, you definitely need to make sure you have all those things now, and you know, make sure you have enough for the herd you have. You know, just checking the supplies and and just running down the list and making sure you have everything, making sure you have updated contact information for horse owners. If you're in a situation where you're around other horses that are owned by other people, making sure you have your updated contact information on file with your veterinarian, Um, all of these are a part of making sure this emergency plan, in the event of inclement weather, um, works best for you. If you are in a situation where you can't come out to the barn, say you're in a self-care environment, you know, having explicit instructions, like this is what I do for my horse. Like, you know, so-and-so you're already there. I will pay you cash monies, but this is what I need you to do. Because I know sometimes um, in the past I had been unable to get to my horses if they're in a boarding, if he was boarding and, I had to call on somebody else to to feed them and and take care of them. So that is uh, the last thing that you can do to get ready for winter time. I am interested to know what else might be on your list for preparation for the winter. Um, I think that there can be so much more added to this list, but these are the basics, these are some of the the key things to look out for, whether, you know, you're in a boarding environment, or you have your horses on your own, you know, on your own property, you know, ask your barn owner, like, hey, what is, what do we have in place, like, You know, is there anything I can help with? Is there anything that you need? These are some of the things I'm looking out for. It is okay to have these kinds of conversations, especially if you are in a place like me that the weather is kind of, there's no guarantee that it's going to be great. There's no guarantee that it's going to be bad, but being prepared is the name of the game when it comes to having horses and uh, dealing with a place that has all four seasons. (laughs) so thank you so much for tuning into this episode head over to socials and let me know what kind of things that you have what kind of things you're preparing for for the winter time and if any of these really resonated with you or if you have a story where one of these things was like yes this is definitely something I need because let us know young black equestrians on instagram and facebook all right i will see you guys in next week's episode Bye. thank you for tuning in to another episode of young black equestrians head over to our facebook or instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode leave us a review on apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode see you next week